Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker is here with you, as we always are, on this Friday morning for another round of news. Chris, start us off, as usual, by giving us the weather for today and this weekend. In Los Angeles, California, it's partly cloudy, 72, with a partly cloudy weekend. In Houston, Texas, it is partly cloudy, 86, with rain moving in Sunday. In Chicago, Illinois, it is partly cloudy, 56, with showers Sunday. In New York City, it is partly cloudy, 72, and rain all weekend. Well, Chris, we made it through the week. It is now Friday. Are you still loving each day um, like you were on Monday? Yes. That's 100%. good. 100%. And I'll tell you why, Nick. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you need to know you have the right to know why I'm such a happy-go-lucky person. Okay. <laughs> and that reason is, as we're speaking right now, I am not in school. You are, so that makes me happy. Monday, <laughs> you were in school, and I wasn't, so that also makes me happy. So what I'm hearing is that you enjoy my suffering only on mondays and fridays (laughs) only only on mondays and fridays only when the people can see it yeah (laughs) (laughs) inconvenient timing but the facts are there uh you know but small details on that (laughs) this week's been great because monday i didn't go to school because i was sick minor details on the sick part but nevertheless, Friday, as we're speaking right now, I'm dropping Annie off at puppy school. Yes, that's the thing. My dog goes to school and they literally treat it like school. Story yeah, for another time. And then, and then I'm going up into the Adirondacks. See, that actually sounds really nice. I would love to go up um, into the Adirondacks. It sounds like it'd be like very peaceful, to be honest. Yeah, well, this is why I'm going up there to get my peace and quiet from you. But you know what? That's fair. I, you know, <laughs> I can't argue with that. It's been a busy news week, Nick. I needed like a day off. Yeah, it, it has been pretty um, lively, I'd say. You know, there definitely have been stories that have come out through the week. Um, most, you know, all of those of which we will get to here in this episode but yeah no it's been busy enough i'd say but you know it hasn't been anything over overwhelming i i dare to say it's been lively but manageable um from it's not fun <laughs> i mean when it does start to get really active it can be fun at times the other times you know it becomes truly exhausting i'm you know i end up on my seventh cup of coffee and you your fourth pepsi or two, I think you mean. But on that note, and um, you know, talking about the news of this week, we might as well just jump right into our first topic here. And uh, our first topic has to do with tourism and uh, American tourists going to countries in the European Union. Specifically, American tourists may be welcomed back to all 27 European Union countries by June of this year. Uh, There are qualifications that you have to meet for this, too, specifically. Um, The first one is that you are fully vaccinated and the travel doesn't happen until at least 14 days after uh, you were fully vaccinated. And this has to be with 
a vaccine approved by the World Health Organization, and this would be Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson & Johnson. Uh, These are all approved vaccines. The second option would be you coming from a country that the European Union approves based on low COVID-19 infection rate. Uh, Unvaccinated children may travel with their vaccinated parents if they have a negative PCR test 72 hours before arriving. In these cases, member states could also require additional testing after arrival. The proposal also does not address what vaccinated people can do once they're inside uh, Europe. Some countries in the European Union require vaccination passport to enter some shops, restaurants, semi-public places. This is only a proposal and things are subject to change and will ultimately need to be approved by all European Union member states and the commission. There will also be an emergency break built into this plan to immediately stop travel from countries with concerning variants. The European Union Commission proposed the plan to all the European Union member states this week. But with that, we move forward and away from that topic and into a new one here, and it surrounds Facebook and the uh, news of former President Trump's future fate on Facebook and its other platforms. Uh, This is in regards to when the Facebook Independent Oversight Commission board announced the decision to keep his Facebook and his Instagram account locked after a review of the former president's suspension. The former president's Facebook and Instagram accounts were suspended after the January 6th attack on the Capitol. The oversight board was supposed to announce the decision on the matter last month, but they said that they needed more time to sort through the 9,000 public comments. Facebook created this oversight panel to rule on controversial content um, appearing on its platforms that Facebook has removed. Content like misinformation, hate speech, various influence campaigns, and so forth. So far, the Oversight Board has voted overwhelmingly for freedom of expression over restricting comment. The board is currently made up of 20 individuals, including former prime ministers, journalists, legal scholars, and human rights experts. All members are paid a salary by Facebook. The Oversight Committee told CEO Mark Zuckerberg, he needs to make a decision whether to give him his account back or not at the end of the six months from Wednesday. As of former President Trump's other social media accounts, Twitter has been permanently banned. As for uh, former President Trump's YouTube page and YouTube partner company Alphabet, CEO said the company would lift Trump's channel suspension when it's determined the real-world violence has decreased. Switching topics again, and it is almost tax day. 2020 taxes are due in just 11 days. 
uh, which would be the 17th of May. That means you have to file your taxes and pay your tax bill or you will face penalties. There are three specific groups, however, that have uh, automatic tax extensions. The first group are those who are victims of the winter storms that took place in the South. Uh, This consists of people from Texas, Oklahoma, and Louisiana. If you're from those states, you have until June 15th to file your tax bill. Group number two is military and eligible support personnel who are in combat zones. You have at least 180 days to file your return and pay your tax bill. The third group is U.S. citizens and residents who live and work outside the United States and Puerto Rico. You have until June 15th to file and pay your tax bill. And just a little bit of a bonus group, U.S. military members that are in duty outside the U.S. but not in a combat zone. You have until June 15th to file and pay your tax bill. Now, if you don't fall into any of those three categories, but you still want to apply for a tax filing extension, you can file Form 4868, and you get that form on irs.gov that pushes your return deadline to October 15th. But, but super important, you still need to pay your tax bill by May 17th. Next up, we have an update on the stimulus checks and their circulation throughout the country. The IRS dropped another 1.1 million stimulus checks this week. That brings the total to 164 million checks uh, sent to people all around the country. And no, like we always say, this is not a new stimulus Uh, These are the checks that are coming from the American Rescue Plan, which was passed earlier this year. This is now the eighth batch of uh, EIP-3 stimulus payments that have been sent out through direct deposit, paper check, and debit cards. And again, as a reminder, if you did get a paper check, the IRS is telling you that you need to wait three to four weeks for those checks to deliver. The eighth batch included more than 585,000 to individuals to whom IRS didn't have information but was obtained by filing your 2020 taxes. The batch also included 70,000 plus up payments to Americans who were owed more stimulus money based on their newly processed 2020 taxes. And if you are still owed economic impact payment three stimulus payment and still haven't received it, do not panic. The IRS says they will continue to issue EIP three payments on a weekly basis as they continue to process tax returns. Saying on the topic of economy and similar topics, you may not be protected from eviction after all. A Washington, D.C. federal judge ruled on Wednesday in a 20-page decision that the CDC overstepped its authority by extending the eviction moratorium until June 30th. 
The judge also said that the order should be revoked. The eviction moratorium began at the beginning of the pandemic under the Trump administration. Uh, Both Congress and the CDC have continuously extended the deadline for this moratorium. The CDC said on March 30th at the time they had the following reasons on why they extended the rental moratorium longer. Their reasons were kicking renters out of out for pandemic-related non-payment of rent would cause COVID-19 spread and a mass homelessness. The CDC was clear not everyone did not qualify for the eviction moratorium, and those who did not could, in fact, be evicted from their apartment. But throughout the pandemic, landlords and property owners have constantly challenged the CDC's order, arguing the policy sets undue financial burden on business owners and landlords. Wednesday, Washington, D.C., federal judge agreed with the landlords and property owners. And this isn't the first time that federal judges have weighed in uh, with their opinions on the issue. There have been debates on this matter across the country, with some being for uh, the the eviction moratorium and some being against it. On Wednesday, the Biden administration said that they will immediately repeal the particular decision and will request for a stay on the ruling. This means that nothing will change until the matter is brought before an appellate court judge. Keeping with finances, because that seems like a hot topic this Friday morning, if you think the food prices have gone up and you would... If you thought food prices have gone up, you would be right. On average, people are spending a minimum of $40 or more a week at the grocery store. That's right. Many Americans are paying more for the basics right now. Uh, For example, citrus fruit is currently up 9.8%. Bacon is up 8.1%. Beef is up 7.1%. Along with this, prices at the gas stations are up roughly 22% higher than it was during the middle of the pandemic. During the heat of the pandemic, gas prices fell to so low of a price, oil corporations somewhat out of business as a result. Prices will um, eventually even out and people will start going out to dinner, which will also lower the cost at the grocery store. The only thing that may not return to a normal pricing point anytime soon is lumber, which prices are up over 300%. All right. Now we move away from economy and finance and all that. And we have some news about the trial of former Minneapolis officer Derek Chauvin. Chauvin's lawyer, Eric Nelson, has filed for a retrial in the murder of George Floyd. This comes after a photo surfaced on social media of juror number 52 Brandon Mitchell at the March on Washington wearing a shirt that said, quote, get your knee off our necks, end quote. Eric Nelson has filed for a Schwartz hearing, and if granted by the judge based off of what Mitchell says, could cause a mistrial. Back in March, during jury selection, Mitchell said he was in favor for the Black Lives Movement, saying, quote, people of black pigment, their lives matter. It's just a saying, end quote. 
He told reporters that he answered no to the following two questions. First question being, did you or someone close to you participate in any of the demonstrations or marches against police brutality that took place in Minneapolis after George Floyd's death? The second question being, other than what you have already described above, have you or anyone close to you participated in protests about police use of force? The judge now needs to decide if there will be a retrial or not. As it stands right now, sentencing our former officer, Derek Chauvin, is scheduled for June 25th. Now, Nick, let's get into some rapid news. Peloton Treadmill is now recalling all treadmills and offering a full refund after several children getting hurt in one instance, a child passing away. And also, Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced. For more information on that topic, Chris has written an article that will be linked in the show notes. So go over and read that. Nick, is that time of the day? Coming to the end of a Friday morning news. Tell us, what is your good news for this Friday morning? All right. So I figured this was a perfect story because on the day of recording, it's Thursday, May 6th, which is National Nurses Day. And with the uh, with the pandemic going on for over a year now, we're we're verging on about fourteen months at this point. Uh, nurses have been absolute heroes through all of this. They've had to push to limits that you know a lot of them probably didn't even know they had. Because as a nurse, you're already working hard. You're already doing so much to help the patients uh, in the you know, in the hospital and the doctor's offices and so on. But with the pandemic, it's, it's been taken to a whole new level uh, when it comes to what these nurses have had to, um, you know, the strength that they've had to find and the things they've had to do to get through this time. Well, there were a few people that really wanted to show their appreciation to the nurses that had saved their lives. It was, um, these two men specifically who had battled severe illness. Um, one of them had had fevers to the point where he was hallucinating, having nightmares, you know, he was in pretty rough shape, but with everything going on, couldn't have any family there. Uh, so he couldn't have any of that support. And he said that the nurses there acted as his family. Um, one of them would even write notes and leave them uh, by his bedside while he was asleep for him to find when he when he woke up <clears throat> and um and, and they just did all they could to make sure that uh, he felt comfortable and the, the same was it was the situation was the same for the other guy in terms of they just tried to give him as much support as possible so what these two um what these two men did was there was a group of about 20 nurses um that got called together for this and they each received a bouquet of flowers from uh from both men and then beyond that they also received a grab bag uh each with a stethoscope that has hero engraved on it and also beyond that they all got they each got uh 
fully paid trips to resorts in their choice of the United States, Mexico, or the Caribbean, uh, and that included spa time. So just a way to uh, for the, for these two guys to uh, show their appreciation and just say thank you in in the biggest way that they could think of. I said it this morning in my tweet. Nurses are the real heroes in the last year of the pandemic. I'm glad they're finally getting the recognition that they deserved. And I, I would say myself. I bet the um, um, the um, engravings. Yeah. Yes, those engraved with the word hero on it. I bet that made meant more to them than the the vacation, the spot. You know all that. I feel like that meant more to them having that than anything, but maybe that's just me. I mean, the whole gesture is just so touching to see. It's so touching to see Um, because yeah, I mean, these nurses, like I said before, they've done so much throughout these uh, past 14 months or so that they probably never thought they'd have to experience. And for such a prolonged period of time, it's absolutely insane. An amazing way to show appreciation for these nurses. Just amazing. Great story. Good job once again, Nick. That is the end of this Friday morning news episode. Make sure you come back Monday morning for an all-new news episode so you're fully up to date on all the latest news that developed over the weekend. And then after that, a lovely, dumb law on Wednesday. But until then, make sure you follow us on all social media, especially the Blind Boys Politics Twitter account, for the latest 24-hour breaking news. So you're always in the know. And follow us on our personal accounts to see what we're up to. But until Monday morning, have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, everyone.